0: June 17th, 2021. This day will forever be embedded in my mind. It was my day off from work, and I woke up about 30 minutes before I had to take my 15-year-old to school. He was just finishing up his freshman year. I got up and I went out into the kitchen to grab some water, and he was already up and getting himself ready to go, which I found absolutely amazing, considering every day I used to have to wake him up three or four times before he would actually get out of bed, and then we would go into panic mode trying to get him there on time, but today it was a little bit different, so I remember that thinking that today is different somehow. I walked back to my bedroom, and he was following me. I did not realize that. He was sipping on his iced coffee, and he was dancing around, and he was joking about something. And I thought to myself, wow, This is going to be a great day. I'm so happy we haven't had one of those in a very long time. So we finished getting ready to go. And we're in the car and we're laughing and we're talking and we're making fun of some song that came up on the radio. And genuinely, we're enjoying each other's company i dropped him off and i assured him that i would be there at 12:25 to pick him up i came home i showered i ate breakfast and i waited until time to go get him i went to the school i waited for him to come out he got in the car On the way home, we stopped at Little Caesars so that he could have his favorite lunch, a cheese pizza. And again, we laughed and joked on the way back to the house. I brought him home and got him set up doing his homework, and I went out to do my errands. I was just finishing up the last one. I think I was gone probably an hour, hour and a half when I got back in my car and I started to pull out of the parking spot that I was in to come home. My phone was ringing and I don't even know why I answered it, but I did. I usually don't answer it if it's a number that's not known to me. It was the fire department informing me that they were with my son and needed permission to transport. I was so confused. I had no idea what they were talking about. I asked them to repeat it, and in my mind, I was thinking of my oldest Well, he lives two hours away from me, so I couldn't for the life of me figure out why he would be down here or why my local fire department would be two hours away from the town taking care of him. I was just completely lost. Again, I asked them to repeat it, and they did. And they said, We are here with your son. And we need to know if it's okay to transport. And I said, transport? I don't understand. Why do you need to transport him? What happened? What's going on? And one of them said, we need to transport your son to the local hospital. There's been a suicide attempt. My heart sank to my knees. I burst into tears. I had no idea what to think, no idea what to do. I couldn't even call his father because his father had passed away in 2017. So it's just me. I went into autopilot. I called Aiden. I told him. And I talked to him as I drove to the hospital. I got there before the ambulance did and it was the longest, probably 10 minutes of my life. I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't figure out why, I didn't know what to do. Finally, the ambulance got there I hung up with Aiden and I ran to it as he was getting out of the back. I grabbed a hold of him and hugged him as tight as I possibly could. There were things that were running through my mind. Why did this happen? What did I not see? What could I have done differently? What questions do I need to ask? Why didn't I ask more questions? Did I not ask the right questions? I just didn't understand. He had just been picked student of the quarter for his class. He was on the honor roll all year. When he came out to me, a couple of years before that, we did everything, or at least I thought I was doing everything. We went out, we got him binders. He wanted to start testosterone. I found an endocrinologist. We got him started on testosterone. I joined a support group. I asked lots of questions. I talked to lots of people. So I could not figure out why this was happening and why this was happening to me and my family. I talked to my son at the hospital and asked him why. And he couldn't tell me. He had no idea why he did what he did. He swallowed a handful of 500 milligram acetaminophen. Apparently, he had done it that morning, had gone to school, come home before it had went in, caused any kind of effect While I was gone, he went into the family room where his grandmother was sitting and asked her, Grandma, will you please help me? And she said, well, of course, what's going on? And he told her what he had done. And she is the one who called the paramedics. Dysphoria. Dysphoria is a really, really ugly word. It's hard as a parent to watch your child suffer and not like the person that they are. As his mom, I am so proud of him and to watch him hate himself is just absolutely heartbreaking it's really difficult to get him in the shower and i have i have tried everything i could to think of ways to get him there he has a shower speaker so that he can play his favorite music in there which helps and another thing that also helps too is the fact that I have um, required that he take a shower every Sunday every Tuesday every Thursday so he knows ahead of time that that's what he'll be doing on those days. And that helps. He only wears hoodies and sweats. And we're talking 100 degree weather and he is still in a hoodie because he can't stand the sight of his own body. He hides in his room a lot. And he's very antisocial. I I want him to be able to have friends, uh, to be involved in extracurricular activities at the high school. I know that he loves to sing, and I know he also is uh, very interested in acting, but I also know that him getting up on stage to participate in any of this is probably never, ever going to happen. The anxiety that he would have over that um, stops him. It It just stops him cold in his tracks. And that's too bad because you're only 15 once and you only have that high school experience once in your lifetime. And I want to be able to fix that for him and I can't. He gets very angry and he gets very frustrated. And I can't fix that either. Sometimes it's really hard to talk to him because I never know what might set him off at times. And I don't want to sound like he's some kind of a monster because he's not. He's a really, really good kid with a really, really good heart. But there are days where he can be very angry. He has um, depression. He has Anxiety. He is prone to panic attacks. And this is really, really hard as a parent to watch. It just truly is. No one should have this issue at 15 and I want to be able to say that I understand it but I don't I know that he gets scared about coming into contact with people uh, that he knew pre-coming out which kind of makes sense. I have some anxiety myself about the whole thing. I always want my child to be safe. And the thought of somebody judging him for who and what he is breaks my heart. Even though I probably won't ever know about it, but the thought of people out in this world that can judge him or make fun of him just tears me to pieces and I just want him to be okay which is why I want I Which is why I become so involved in everything. And I ask, again, I ask so many questions. And I just want to know everything. And I want to be able to help him. But as a parent, I can only do so much. Because eventually, one of these days, he's going to want to go out on his own. And I'm not going to be around. So I guess the best I can do right now is to teach him and to give him all the tools necessary for him to be able to lead a successful life, being his true self.